full episode available at patreon.com forward slash Ross G. Sutherland. Imaginary. I guess this this couldn't have really been counted upon when they were making the film. But the fact that The Shining is a work so concerned with repetitions of imagery, repetitions of ideas and events and characters and has also become among what like the 10 most like iconic films ever made in terms of like sheer amount of iconography that has seeped into the cultural consciousness it you've seen the shining before you see the shining which is also exactly what the shining is about like it it it's like going back to that question of like film exhibition as an inherent part of filmmaking like the Shining is a movie that means more the more people have seen it and the more references that are made to it and the more culture has reshaped itself around the film. As you say, it's got all this repetition in it and it feels dream-like and stilted and silly. I mean, lots of the parts of The, of the Shining don't, fit together into a coherent experience it feels very weird to the degree that like i'm not even sure i think it's necessarily a great film in the way that like if you're looking at it from the top down of an author but i do think it's a film that makes me feel like a kid trying to understand something that's sort of slightly beyond my my reckoning right well it kind of it it i think there's a really i think it's no surprise that it's become pop culturally what it has because it really lends itself to that kind of memification yeah it's so you know its constituent parts are so incredibly striking individually shorn of their narrative context that no wonder you know years before i saw the shining i'd seen 16 different parodies of the blood coming out the elevator and the twins and everything else and yet i do still think it is a vastly different experience watched whole because I still remember the first time I saw the shining beginning to end and even recognizing all these moments from pop culture. I remember how visceral that full experience was. And it, and it, it's almost more unnerving for the fact that it overpowers its the ubiquity of some of its images and the silliness of some of its moments that, that sort of in spite of itself, it's yeah. petrifying. I, I think partly because like on a level of law, like the, the, the constituent pieces of those, those spectacular set pieces don't, don't correlate, you know, the, the, the magic going on in the Overlook hotel, like is, 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 like has no sort of consistency to it you've got um a, a naked lady who's old and young and you've got uh you've got like the 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 caretaker and the twins and you've got the 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 man dressed as a bear and then there's i mean in the book there's like walking 
a hedge topery and stuff like that as well. And uh, and then like Jack suddenly being in an old photograph at the end. It's like you can't connect those things together. But I think that's why that's why it works. That's you know like if you create a ghost story which is linear and has a sort of consistent law. If you've got a ghost story and it's like oh yeah the ghost. The ghost is upset with us because this person died before they delivered a love letter. So all we need to do is deliver the love letter and the ghost will be happy and will leave us alone. It's like, if that's your, if, if that's your interpretation of a ghost story, I think you've got a, an inflated um, perspective on like the power of s- psychotherapy to solve problems. Like I, 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 like, like, whereas I think Kubrick has like no, no faith in kind of like in there being like any linear solution to like uh to a problem that we we are stuck in the dream space and that dream space will not make sense we cannot analyze this and sort of like find an, like an escape plan to get out of it 